This is Hanover Fist from Heavy Metal saying please listen to The Horror Returns because the people have never done anything immoral or unlawful, have they? They deserve to be hung! Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Listeners, you have found the horror returns. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, and then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes, looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, Uh, but we also want to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. Based on listener feedback, we do include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so. So if you don't wish to hear the spoilers, simply turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. We generally assume you guys have already seen the classic film, so there will often be spoilers when discussing anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies do tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be too. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? What up? Not too bad. You guys ready to start out with Cool of the Week? Let's do it. I finally finished the Exorcist series. And um, I am going to give this first season two thumbs up. I totally enjoyed it all the way through. And I am really confused on why they haven't figured out if it's going to get a second season or not. Yeah, I was was wondering about that, man. I'd heard rumors that... um... Is is there like some kind of a petition or something? Yeah, it's um, basically they're trying to get everybody to go online and hashtag uh, renew the exorcist, which they haven't canceled it. They haven't renewed it. Um, Oh, it's still sitting in limbo. Yeah, it got really good response, but not a lot of people watched it. Right. So but it's just really strange to me that no news has come out about it, but I, I fully enjoyed it. You know, they, this is definitely a con, definitely true connection to the original film. You know, you actually get to see, you know, minor spoiler. I'm not going to give too many, too much away. You actually get to see, uh, what, what was his name? Captain Howdy. Right. He oh. actually makes an appearance on the show. Really? No shit. Yeah. Huh. Which, you know, of course, Captain Howdy is a uh, Pazuzu and, um, 
you know, they tie everything in, you know, they even go have flashbacks to, to the movie and recreate some of the scenes. Um, I really got to watch it. I can't believe I haven't yeah. yet. Right. It's like I, I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, cool, man. So it's like basically a, a straight up, you know, sequel. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's, it, it's canon in other words. Yes, for sure. And, well, uh, that was pretty much all I had this week. Any, uh, any, any, anything not so cool? Um, this weather, but <laughs> <laughs> it has been snowing like crazy. Right. But you know, it's where I live, so got to deal with it. All part of it, huh? Yeah. Man, I don't, I don't really have a cool week. I haven't really watched TV a whole lot. Cowboys, the number one seed. Booyah. <laughs> well, our Texans, cool. division champ. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, well, you never, hey, man, we're, we're, all, we're all tied at zero again next week. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. Although we have to play one more week than you guys do, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, probably not, because I, I don't imagine that they're going to make it too far out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, probably so. Um, yeah, my cool of the week was a movie that a uh, little little movie that you, uh, Philip, you you talked about it uh, a while back. Um, uh, our our good our good friends over at uh, Horror News Radio, particularly the Black Saint, uh, had a lot to say about it. But uh, movie called The Monster. Oh. Uh, and this was the one about the mother and daughter that are terrorized by the creature when they're in their car. Somebody referred to it as kind of like a modern-day Cujo or something like that. Um, and I can see the similarities, but there's there's a lot different, too, between this and Cujo. It's not like it's a, a remake with a, you know, with a monster that, that, uh, that looks like those creatures from... Um, oh, what was that British film that came out about three or four years ago with the, the guy who plays uh, Finn now on the, in the Star Wars movies where... Oh, got, um... Attack the block. Attack the block. Yeah, didn't didn't you see a lot of that in that creature? Yeah, like a much bigger version, basically. Yeah, yeah. It almost yeah. seemed like it was from the same universe, you know. Um, but you, like like you said, Philip, dude, when that when it says the monster, that's very much a multiple meaning oh, title. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's one of the few horror movies that that has some some real double meaning, and they're not like subtle about it. Yeah, it's uh, it actually uh, it kind of brought it uh, brought a tear to my eye yeah. kind of toward the end. Yeah, bit. yeah, there were there were some pretty touching touching scenes in it for a for a horror movie. But yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed the monster. Um, you know, I mean, it's not as far as my not so cool of the week. I mean, hey guys, Christmas is over, so the Hallmark brutality is finally over with for me. So. Um, hey man, I'm just looking up. I'm just looking up, taking the high road at this point. Is it really over? Because I, di- I didn't know they had a channel. The Hallmark? Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, they do, but fortunately, I think the all Christmas movies, all the time portion of it is done now. At least I hope so. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out why I've been going into my living room lately, and it's on the Hallmark channel. Oh, boy. Because Elf was on, and it's awesome. Elf <laughs> was on the Hallmark channel? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so uh, if that's the cool of the week, then as with every show, 
It's time to take a little trip down to the trailer park. The big, we're going to talk about the small, and uh, I think we got a very, very weird one to talk about this week. So, Brian, what's our first trailer? Okay, our first one we're going to talk about is The Creature Below, starring Anna Dawson, Michaela Longden, Daniel Trace, and others, directed by Stuart Spark. What did you guys think of this one? Not sure what to think of it. Yeah, that I mean, they didn't show you too much. This is okay. This is the one where they were like British, right? Uh, no, no. Well, <laughs> All right, well, there you go. <laughs> it, it, you know what? I have only seen this trailer once, and they might be British. I don't know. What? Uh, what? What's it called again? The creature below. Weird creature the, off in the corner. The creature yes. below. Okay, yeah, right. yeah. I think they were British. I, I, it looks interesting. It, it, it kept me interested during the preview. Um, I don't know what it's about at all. It looks super low budget. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were talking about that when we were watching it, weren't we? How low budget it looked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll um, see how this one goes. Yeah, this one is. You know, we talked about a movie. Uh, in our last show about uh, special effects not taking you out of the story. The special effects kind of took me out of this trailer. So, um, yeah, it doesn't sound like uh, anybody's going to watch it all around. Yeah, it's... I It, it looked kind of interesting because they had the little cre- creature in the corner or whatever, but... I don't know. It, I, it's it looks like... The preview. Yeah, it looks like it'll probably show up on Netflix. Yeah, definitely. Which, um, right now, I, I guess it's out now on VOD, I believe. Um, oh, it's got a pretty okay. good rating. Now I'm looking at it. Okay, uh, let's see. Moving on to our next trailer is Prevenge, starring Joe Hartley, Gemma Whalen, Kate Dickey, and others. Directed by Alice Lowe. This looks cool. It looks really funny. Like a really dark humor. Yeah, I was just about to say like a dark comedy. Yeah, it's. I kind of like it. I'm sort of looking forward to it now. Yeah, looking up the director, uh, it said she wrote this. Uh, she's a writer of this movie. Have you ever seen Sightseers? Have you ever seen what? Sightseers. Uh, no, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty. It's it's another dark kind of horror comedy. Um, it's pretty good. So based on that um, and the trailer, I'll probably give this one a try. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely want to see this one. It looks and completely interesting. Yeah, this one is due. Anything I've ever seen. Yeah, this one's due out uh, February tenth. The baby is evil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, well, how did you? Pretty good. It looked like a black comedy a little yeah, bit to yeah. me. Yeah, we were just saying that. Um, I, I was just saying, um, the the director uh, Alice Lowe uh, was a writer on Sightseers. You ever see Sightseers? Um, is that the movie about the people that go and like kill people when they're uh, when they're out? Or am I thinking of something else? Hey, that's pretty much the premise right there. Yeah, they, yeah. they like go on different uh, holidays and 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 they they both happen to be serial killers or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Sounds familiar. Yeah, from I what I remember, it, it, it yeah, from what I remember, it was pretty like almost like a dark comedy too. Right. So. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, that one's due out February tenth. 
were saying there was uh, one other one other trailer you want to talk about this week, huh? Yeah, it's um, our biggest trailer we're going to talk about, and it's Blade Runner 2049, starring Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, Jared Leto, Anna DeArmes, Dave Bautista, and Lenny James, directed by Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> so, um, quick question, Lance. Um, right. Were you a fan of the original? I was a, I was a fan of it. Uh, I wasn't as big of a fan like when it first came out. It was a little too esoteric for me a little too weird but okay. the, you know the next couple of times that i watched it i got i got a lot more out of it and um i remember the i remember all the acting was really good especially uh you remember uh rutger hauer yes and uh who was it sean young is that is that the name of the particularly athletic android that he was going after yes yeah it, there were some great performances man and that was was that before or after he became han solo Oh, um, it has to be after. A little bit after, right? Yeah, I would think so. Okay, so probably like early 80s or something like that. I can't remember the exact year. I know it's been a pretty long time since it's been out. Um, I've actually only seen it one time, so it didn't really stick out for me. I've always meant to um, revisit it because I know they've, they've put out a lot of... Uh, director's cuts and special edition versions of the movie right so um yeah I, i'm probably gonna give it a, a another look probably closer to um the actual uh, sequel coming out right which uh speaking of the trailer you know we didn't really get much of a trailer i'll get more of not a, a lot happening yeah you know just um ryan gosling walking around <laughs> well, that's then, all. Some you know, of we, the, that's all some of the ladies need, man. Yeah, and then we get um, get Harrison Ford there at the end. Okay. Really interested to see because uh, you know this is a pretty good cast. You know, you got Jared Leto right. and uh, Lenny James from The Walking Dead. The Walking uh, Dead, yeah. Yeah, Dave Bautista. Uh, so yeah. um, very very interested. I was surprised when you mentioned uh, Batista's name, man. I had no idea he was in it. Yeah, he's getting a lot of roles lately. All right, yeah, Philip, we lost you there for a minute, but we were, uh, just so you know, we were talking about the new uh, Blade Runner 2049 trailer, and Brian was asking what I thought about the original. Have you seen the original? Man, I don't know if I ever actually have. If I did, it was when I was really little. And uh, I, I can't really remember it. But the trailer for the new one looks pretty awesome to me. can't remember where we left. Oh, Brian, you said you were going to do some uh, fact-checking. Did you? I, th- I think it came out in 82, so it was like after the first two Star Wars movies, yeah. but just before the third? Yeah, you're, you're exactly correct. It, it came out a year uh, before uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay, so he had so, already uh, established himself as Solo then. Yeah. I'm checking to see where it came. Ah, you know what? One year after Raiders of the Lost Ark, too. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, but he was he was already pretty big time when this one came out. Yeah, I'd say he's pretty hot, do, hot property. Do you do you guys actually uh, think he's in the movie a good amount, or is it just a small role? Uh I don't know. It, I. 
it didn't even really occur to me that it was just a little cameo. Um, I suppose it could be that's not, he didn't have a whole lot of screen time in uh, in episode eight. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really think about that. I'm hoping he has a lot of screen time though. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. When when's it coming out, Brian? Uh, we are getting this one October six. All right, October six. We'll be there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's it for the trailers this week, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Dennis uh, Villeneuve, Villeneuve, <laughs> gonna get that name. Oh, right that guy. Yes. <laughs> Um, he is currently in talks to direct the Dune remake. Oh no! Huh. Oh come Which, on! Which, yeah, I I like the original, and so far nothing. I mean, I can't speak on Blade Blade Runner, but um, everything previous to that, he he's uh, been hitting them out of the park with me. So yeah. Which wait? What movies did he have again? Uh, Sicario, Prisoner, oh, and right. uh, Arrival, and don't and don't yeah forget, yeah yeah don't forget Enemy with uh, Jake yes, Gyllenhaal playing a dual role. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that one. Yeah, so, that was um, actually the one that kind of turned me on to him as a director. So I'm I, I'm it's on board good. with this one. Yeah. Yeah. How you know I have a it's it's just yeah, I have so a, many so many people have tried to make Dune and it just seems to be an unfilmable work. Yeah, I, like I said, I got a soft spot for the the original movie because I watched it a lot when I was a kid. The I believe it was a sci-fi remake TV movie. That one's really shitty. I heard about that one. Yeah. But uh, I'm definitely um, confident in him to do the job. Well, if it turns out, man, it's going to be a masterpiece because no, no one else has been able to pull it off, in in my opinion, and in most critics' opinions. Sound like you like you like the the version with uh, Sting and Captain Picard and those guys, huh? Yes. Yeah, I, didn't, I just didn't care <laughs> well, about it, man. I think it's about time they remake this one. I, I'm I'm okay with this. Yeah, to me, it was just so different from the book, guys. It left whole parts out that were in the book. There's such important parts of him training and living in the caves and stuff like that, and it wasn't even really addressed in the film. I guess that's what turned me off. Yeah, hopefully they'll they'll go more by the book. You know, I, from what I I think I've read somewhere, they're trying basically basically turning this into a series, a franchise, if if everything goes right. well with the first one. Okay. So, um, yeah. fingers maybe they'll crossed, take, it, they... take the book in little chunks. Yeah, fingers crossed. Okay. Um, showrunner, uh, I believe his name is Brian Fuller of uh, Hannibal. Oh, yes. Uh, wants to make uh, Silence of the Lambs into a miniseries with uh, Hannibal himself, Mads Mickelson. <laughs> ah, with Mads, okay. Yeah, so, um, I think it's a great idea. Uh, Philip, you've seen the show. I haven't seen it. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, again, I, I, it, it kind of fell apart in that third season for me. I, did, I don't even think I finished watching it. But the uh, the first two seasons were really, really good. I love Mads Mikkelsen. He's, he's pretty amazing. So I, I'll watch it. Yeah, so far, um, it's just this is in a talk process right now there's no uh they haven't talked to any like netflix or hulu or any uh cable tv sh- uh channels like hbo or nobody so 
but he is um, really trying to push this because uh, instead of doing the Hannibal, continuing the Hannibal series, he would just like to revisit it with miniseries every now and then, okay. which I, I think sounds good. Yeah, I think so. Who's playing uh, Clarice? Um, haven't really said yet. Yeah. Right well, now, I mean, I guess it's still an idea phase, but still. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I love the show, too. I haven't finished the third <laughs> season. I kind of, which is kind of odd because I was really hooked with the first two seasons. And then the third yeah, me too. season, the first couple of episodes just kind of lost me. Yeah, me too. That's I watched maybe two episodes of it, and I just stopped. Yes, but um, still planning to finish it, though. Okay, and moving on to our last news item here. Uh, Zach Gallag- Galligan gives an update on Gremlins 3. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, is it a Christmas man. movie? Have at it, guys. <laughs> yes, his update is Warner Brothers still wants to do it. Uh, Chris Columbus, who was um, involved in the first one, is aggressively working on it and says there will be new and old characters. He wants to do what Gremlins 2... Uh, caused and he didn't like the direction it went through and um, he ensured everybody it's not a remake or a reboot it's a definite sequel interesting I kind of like Gremlins too man wasn't that the Did one you? with uh, where he had a little bow and arrow and stuff yes a uh, little Rambo <laughs> yeah. gizmo yeah and all the different types of uh, Gremlins that came out it was like a spider one or some shit yeah and uh, you know <laughs> Hulk Hogan cameo and yeah, don't forget the Donald the Trump, the Donald Trump cameo. Donald Trump, yep, yep. Donald Trump and Hulk Hogan in the same movie. Get <laughs> yeah, Schwarzenegger it, in there, you'd be all right. That's right. Yeah, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely doesn't hold. It definitely doesn't <laughs> hold up to the first one, but it was a com- it was a complete different type of movie. Oh yeah, it was it was way more uh, more just fun cheesy shit instead of an actual movie. Yeah, which um, I'm not necessarily sure if this is going to happen. You know, this is just one of the movies. You know, like, we've been hearing years right. like there's going to be a, a sequel to Goonies. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, I think this might be just one of those that might not ever happen. Well, did, yeah, did, did but you know, somebody Kate's... catches wind of it and they'll put it in a magazine. Hey, did Phoebe yeah. Cates take off, take off her top and uh, and jump in the pool or anything while Judge Reinhold was jacking? Oh, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie. <laughs> I think she should just do that yeah. in every movie she's in. A remake of that one. Of course, they don't have cell phones and shit now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, I believe that is all the news we have. Yeah, we're going to talk about how you uh, how you submit your stuff for the uh, for the contest we've got going on, and when we're going to release the winners and all that. Okay, guys, um, this is for Lance's number one movie of the year, number one best movie. Clarify number that. one best movie. <laughs> we've had a few uh, few submissions on worst movies, so let me clarify: it's for the best movie, and uh, I <laughs> believe the. We've extended the cutoff date till the seventh, I believe. And um, everybody, submit your uh, answers through our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, email. And all of it's at uh, the Horror Returns, and the email is uh, the Horror Returns at Gmail dot com. 
So uh, get those answers in, and you will win a uh, Freddy Krueger, uh, I believe it's a Nightmare on Elm Street uh, 3 Dream Warriors figure. Cool. cool. And I've posted pictures of the figure on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, so check those out. All right, pretty straightforward. I, I know I've seen I've seen at least half a dozen submissions. I'm sure that there's there's more that you'll find when you go through all that, Brian. But uh, yeah, should be a good competition, man. And this is something we plan to keep doing into the new year. So guys, keep listening. Uh, yeah, and yeah. real quick, um, if there happens to be uh, a lot of the same answers, um, we are gonna just randomly pick a name out of a hat type of thing. That seems fair enough. Yeah, because I've yeah. seen uh, quite a few uh, of the same answers. So, all right, a lot of good answers, a lot of good ones. Cool. Well, we'll I'm kind of curious out. to know the answer myself. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. We'll find we'll find out in a week or less. How about that? Yeah. So, are you guys ready for the uh, for the featured attractions now? Let's do Let's it. Do it. All right, so now it's time to uh, discuss this week's featured attractions. We continue the space opera fun with Passengers, and also the 1997 film Event Horizon. As always, we'll start out with uh, trivia for the first movie that we're going to discuss, which is Event Horizon. Director is Paul W.S. Anderson, also known for the Resident Evil films. Writer was Philip Eisner, also known for... uh, Either of you guys check out Firestarter 2 by any chance? Firestarter (laughs) 2. I knew that was there. Has to be, like, a sci-fi movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never even heard of it. Uh, I know I know the first one was pretty good, but I certainly hadn't yeah, seen I know that one. Oh, it's called Firestarter 2 Rekindled. There you go. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's <laughs> clever. Uh, yeah. That's like a clever. Sharknado style clever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, hell no. Well, if that's not good enough, he also wrote uh, an, another film I'm sure you guys have not seen. It's called Mutant Chronicles. I've actually seen that one. You have? Kind of generic. It's not remember. good. <laughs> it, uh, it has Thomas Jane, and I think Ron Perlman shows up in it. Right. I think that, that was the reason why I checked it out. But it, it it's <laughs> I don't even remember what it's about. It's not that good. <laughs> not that great. Is it, a, is it a recent movie or an o- older one? It's an older one. I got you. All right. Well, having just done a PG-13 movie, Mortal Kombat... Paul W.S. Anderson was very keen to do something more mature and gruesome. This is why this was why he turned down the chance to direct X-Men. Uh, Smart probably, move. <laughs> not a good move. Um, interesting uh, point, especially you'll notice this on rewatch. Everyone's spacesuit has a flag showing future political changes on Earth. Characters portrayed by American actors wear a flag of the United States, but it has 55 stars on it. Characters portrayed by British actors were a European Union flag with 22 stars, replacing the former Union Jack. Uh, apparently, this script was written before Brexit. Uh, Sam <laughs> Neill's oh, yeah. character wears a modified Australian flag with the Union Jack removed from the top left-hand corner and the Aboriginal flag in place of the Union Jack. And uh, finally, the rotational shot of the space station over Earth took nearly a third of the film's budget. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> That's probably so, not the smartest move. Well, uh, I, I know. I, I think you guys like this movie, right? I mean, who wants to go first? 
Uh, I think Philip, you can go first. All right. Uh, yeah, this is. It's it. I, I think I'm the one that picked this movie because uh, looking back on it, I, I remembered it being probably a lot better than it is now. I'm not sure if it quite holds up <laughs> the way right. that I expected it to. Uh, I, I, I still love it. There's definitely some cheesy effects like the uh, all the computer animated junk. Like there's a water bottle floating through the air and it. They, they should have put a water bottle on a string or something because it looks like a five-year-old <laughs> made it with their, you know, Microsoft Paint or something. <laughs> and then... Uh, brutal, man. <laughs> well, I... It was yeah. seven, dude. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, it, you know, it's it's 90s computer animated. It, like Lawnmower Man, if you... Right. <laughs> remember the animation on that. True. Uh, uh, the practical effects I thought were, were pretty decent. Um, is it's still a fun movie. It's got a lot of really disturbing images in it, uh, which which I think was kind of cool. It's you know horror movie in space. I'll always watch that, right? But overall, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. The, go, go ahead, go ahead, Brian. I was gonna say I I seen this movie in the theaters when I was younger, and uh, I really enjoyed it at the time. But doing a rewatch, it doesn't hold up as much i think uh you hit it on the nose with the with the special effects the practical effects are good <laughs> yeah. i think they, they there's a couple scenes they don't hold up as uh, the practical effects but there is a lot of disturbing imagery um especially uh the scene where uh, uh what is his name sam neill shows uh lawrence fishburne uh, what's to come when they go to their dimension Right. Oh, I like the very was, end uh, of the movie. Yeah, I thought those were yeah. really disturbing, and the fact that you know he wasn't going there to die; he was just going there to be in pain and misery. <laughs> yeah, and uh, when they finally decoded like the uh, the message that the the previous crew had sent, and yeah. the guy like rips out his eyeballs and holds them into the screen, and I, I thought that was pretty creepy. Yeah, but you know, overall, it just didn't really hold up. As you know, a lot of movies from from that era. Yeah, I think uh, Jurassic Park came around that time. Oh yeah, and it was head and shoulders above. I mean, I'm sure it had a bigger budget, but uh, yeah. man, it was it it did a lot more with with making CGI look believable for sure. Exactly. Of course, they probably didn't blow their whole budget in one shot either. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. And it, and it, for the record, it was actually four, it was actually released four years before this one. Oh uh, wow! Yeah. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I'm assuming this that, wasn't... That doesn't give it much of an excuse. Yeah, Hey, guys, I'm assuming this wasn't meant to be, you know, like a small-budget, you know, cheesy sci-fi channel type thing. I think, it, I, if I remember, it was advertised pretty heavily when it came out. Yeah. I think it was expected to be a hit, especially with the, you know, the actors that they had in it. Well, and I don't think that there was a whole lot of computer animation in it. It was really just right. the... Uh, like at the beginning when they come in and there's zero gravity and shit's floating around. And then like when the, uh, uh, the, that stuff that came out of the gate was floating around, that was, that was kind of cornball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, aside from that, most of it was pretty, pretty practical effects stuff, you know? Sure. So it, it was, it's just kind of a small chunk of the movie that, that I really didn't like. It just made it look dated. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be kind of brutal with this movie, quite frankly, because I think uh, special effects aside and um, subpar acting aside, because I think with those actors you should have gotten a lot better performances. I think with a different director, maybe you would have, but. All that aside, I mean, just the, I think it was just it ripped off or it tried to rip off so much. Like you guys were talking about the, uh, you know, this is our dimension and it's going to be in pain or whatever. Well, that to me rips off Hellraiser big time. The, uh, yeah. you know, the 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 design of the ship. I mean, it looked like something directly out that out of H.R. Geiger's art book. You know, I mean, it looked like it was rip, <laughs> trying so hard to rip off Alien. And and also the uh, hey think think about the the characters that they had didn't you guys get a little vibe of uh, they, they they kind of even though they did have a couple of female characters didn't it kind of seem like they were both trying to mimic uh, the thing you know Carpenter's the thing as well as the original Alien film a little bit um yeah I get more Alien out of this right yeah well, I'm thinking um, more of uh, Cooper. The Richard T. Jones character, the one that was always shucking and jiving, and yeah, he just reminded the way he played that character reminded oh. me a lot of the 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 roller skating guy in the thing. Yeah, he was kind <laughs> of one big stereotype, huh? <laughs> yeah, he probably had the most amazing scene in the movie, though. Uh, yeah, with, when he possibly. he let off his air tank and was flying in space. <laughs> yeah, he's about the only <laughs> smart guy out there, huh? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I was wondering about the ship. I was like, you know, why would you make a ship that's that creepy looking? <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, not to not to mention how huge the ship was compared to you saw the little ship that they got there and that they docked and how tiny it was. Why the fuck did they have to make it that big? You know, I just I, and, that, and I guess actually, it had a gravity drive. All right, that's actually all right. a good question. Now there was a they had a lot of space on that ship. They did. Yeah, man. that's. Especially uh, the the part that they blew to split the ship. That was that's quite a walk to get from one end <laughs> to the other. Right. It was like some big long hallway just for the hell of it. Yeah, and there was nothing in there. It was just a hallway. <laughs> Except <laughs> conveniently placed explosives. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Man, about that. <laughs> well, you, you guys, you guys know better than than anyone that my two favorite genres are horror and science fiction. So you would think this would be made to order for me but i was just so so fucking unimpressed by this movie it was just uh to to me it was just a just uh, almost a shame that they they spent the money to make it (laughs) yeah this is probably this is probably my least favorite uh sam neill um performance yeah Uh, see i had some great i I still like it i I got i still have great memories of this movie and it still kind of creeps me out a little bit it's it's not like going back and watching uh the exorcist or anything but it's it's still got a little something gotcha well you guys ready for ratings yeah uh yeah uh i guess i went first (laughs) yeah um man i guess uh i'm gonna give it i kind of wanted to get give it a seven but I, now, yeah, I guess the acting was a little sub. I'm still going to give it a six point five, though. All right, I, mean, go, I, I still, I still gut, like man. it. I think it's good. Yeah, if yeah. you like it, you like it. Obviously, you know some yeah. people do. Somebody out yeah. there besides <laughs> Philip likes it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool movie. <laughs> but yeah, I'll go with six point five. Yeah, I'm probably was right there with you. Um, 
if this was closer around the time when I first seen it, I probably would have got gave it a seven, maybe a little bit higher. But rewatching it now, I'm probably I'm going to give it a six. Wow, Just, not um, bad. The special effects, you know, practical uh, effects set aside, the special effects really took me out of it. Because one that's just popping in my head, uh, the guy on fire that was chasing uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was really bad. I forgot all about that. (laughs) And he shoots like this flamethrowers out of his hands or something. It's just this like straight little stream of fire. Yeah. (laughs) Firestarter um, Firestarter 3, huh? uh, Ah, yeah. And uh, like like I said, um, I've seen better from Sam Neill. I've, I've seen better right. from Lawrence Fishburne. He, he wasn't horrible sure. in it, but... Yeah, I like no. those two guys in this movie. Yeah. For me, uh, I kind of felt like they kind of phoned it in on this one. Right, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it a six. All right. Well, I'm uh, like I said, I'll definitely be, definitely be a little, little, more, uh, little more rough on it than you guys. I... Um, I just didn't find a whole lot original with it. I just didn't... None of the characters really grabbed me. I didn't find anybody to be particularly likable. Even though they were trying to make, you know, Jolie Richardson's character look like she was going to be the likable one. And then they would kind of make Fishburne look like you're supposed to really have respect for him as a captain and everything. It Just none of them, none of them hit me that well. But like I said, I'm, you know, the, the design of the ship, I just think was fucking asinine. And it, from start to finish, why is it going to look creepy? Why is it going to be that big? Um, the physics behind it, I think, you know, they were kind of starting to go somewhere, but then they kind of lost me about a third of the way through describing how that uh, that that drive or whatever works, the engine. Right. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, I can't go any higher than two on this one, guys. Ouch. Fair enough. Yeah, but you know, to each their own. You know, some people some people might enjoy it. Any any of our listeners who uh you know, who who want to tell me how wrong I am, please uh please feel free to write in cuz we you know, we love to get the feedback <laughs> for sure. Um so you guys ready to move on to the big movie, the one that I didn't that I still haven't seen and uh I think you guys Oh, dude, to, you got to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to have to back out so I don't get spoiled and get the trivia and then I'll I'll come back to you guys uh, if that if that'll work if that's okay with you too. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So the movie was Passengers. It came out uh, this last week. Director Morton Tildum, also known for The Imitation Game. Writer was John Spates, also known for Doctor Strange, as well as the upcoming The Mummy and Van Helsing. Okay. Uh, Ke- Ke- now, this is interesting. Keanu Reeves was attached to the lead male role in the film, but dropped out. Chris Whoa. Pratt was eventually cast instead. Good choice. Yeah, I... Man, I'm, I'm. You guys have me pumped up from our off-air talk. You guys have me pumped up for this. That's why I'm gonna, I'm gonna back out and let you let you guys take over. And <laughs> I guess just shoot me an instant message when when you're done, so we can do the outro. But right. uh, the the screenplay, and, and this has been the case with a lot of the, a lot of these movies we've reviewed this year. I know, uh, I noticed the Shallows when we did trivia for that. It was also on the blacklist, but the screenplay for this film was featured in the 2007 blacklist. A list of the most liked unmade scripts of the year. Uh, and now here, this will blow you away. Reese Witherspoon, Rachel McAdams, and Emily Blunt were all at different times ca- actually cast in the lead female role in the film, but dropped out during development. 
uh, Jennifer Lawrence was eventually cast instead. So I know you guys aren't going to talk spoilers at first, but I'm going to go ahead and back out, let you two have at it, and uh, pick you up on the flip side. All right. All right. All right, uh, Philip, you want to lead us off here? Uh, Sure, yeah. I'm kind of glad they didn't go with uh, Reese Witherspoon. Uh, I'm not not her biggest fan. (laughs) Although Jennifer Lawrence, she... Jennifer Lawrence played Jennifer Lawrence in this movie. I, 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 she's a lot like she was in like Silver Lining Playbook. I, I thought a little. Yeah. Lance a little reading nuts. that. Uh, Lance reading that list. I kind of wish, you know, without getting into spoilers, uh, that they would have went with maybe Emily Blunt here, or even Rachel. Yeah, McGavis. I can see. I can see either one of those two as this character. I think that they would would have done a really good job. Can you oh real quick? Can you just imagine if this movie was Keanu Reeves and Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> yeah, you know I, I still like Keanu Reeves too, but Chris Pratt right now can do no wrong. You know that guy. I don't, I, I don't even think I would have. I don't even think I wanted to would have wanted to review this movie if it was those two. Yeah, I know. Movie. It would definitely be strange. It would be a lot more serious, I think, because. There's there's a couple of scenes that really don't even have any relevance to the movie that Chris Pratt is in, where it, yeah. it just it gives a little depth to his character, like he's standing in front of the mirror putting on a jacket and uh, like getting ready to go uh, meet the people that are supposed to be there, and he's like he's like, should I wear this jacket? I don't know. You know what? You got a cool jacket. Go rock it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't thought- know. It's very I Chris Pratt. I like ama- it. Yeah, I thought he was amazing in this movie. He is yeah. totally stepped it up from where he's first began with Parks and Rec. And yeah, although I loved him there too. Yeah, real quick, if uh, any listeners hear a baby in the background, I apologize. That is my niece. She's oh. a little bit fussy today, so. Um, <laughs> I had to come out to the church. Yeah, I thought this movie was really surprising. I didn't. Uh, let me. How, how do I put this? I was excited when I first seen the trailer, but the lead up to the actual release of the movie, I kind of lost interest. Yeah, me too. But this movie, I really dug this movie. It kind of came out of nowhere, and I didn't really think I was going to like it as much as I did. Um, yeah. When we get to spoilers, I, I did have issue with Jennifer Lawrence's character and her motivations, and but I think Chris Pratt uh, really sold this movie to me. Yeah, I think so. I think you're. I think you're right. And I kind of had the same deal going. Like I, I wanted to see it, but it definitely wasn't like on my priority list. And had we not been doing a show over it, I probably would have waited till it came out on DVD. Uh, yeah, but. Man, it was it was really good. I I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, and um, really the the special effects, I really dug them. You know, especially oh yeah, us, us talking about uh, Event Horizon special effects, and then when we go to this, it's like the no comparison. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't anything. There, well, I I can't think of any time during the movie where something. You know, some sort of special effect happened, and I didn't believe it. You know, yeah, like it to- it totally sucked me in the whole thing. I-, I total surprise. I really love this movie. 
So uh, you want to, because I'm kind of wanting to get into spoilers real quick. You want to go and do yeah. quick ratings? Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. I, I really, really liked it. Yeah, I'm also gonna give it a nine. Like I said, it is one of my surprise little sleeper movies of the year. Yeah, so, it, this might this might make it on my end of the year list. So, with that said, let's get into spoilers. All right, let's do it. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. So you had some issues with yes, uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, I had some issues with J-Law. Uh-oh. I am not the biggest Jennifer Lawrence fan. No? Um, yeah, she's... Uh, I feel like her smaller movies are where I like her. Like, uh, what is it? Uh, Silver Linings Playbook. American yeah. Hustle, Joy, those movies I really enjoy her in. You know, okay. not so much like The Hunger Games or X-Men. And, uh, uh, yeah, I can see that. Which, granted, I, I have not seen the last two Hunger Games, so I can't really speak on the entire series. But um, I did, but I didn't like her as much as I thought I was going to in those movies. Yeah, that's what I heard from a lot of people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, as far as her character, I didn't like the character's motivation to go on this 120-year journey to another planet because um, her character is a is a writer, right? And she wants to write this story about this trip, so that's her whole motivation is to take this 120-year journey, stay on this planet for a year, and then come back, which is another 120 years. And I just didn't. I was just like, what? You're giving up your yeah. family and friends to write this story. And well, I think I think it's the same motivation that probably everybody else on the ship had, which is just a new beginning. You know, just press the reset button on your life and, and go do it. And then she's going to write a story about it. So I guess I kind of get it because she's that's her adventurous, spontaneous, uh, little bit of crazy that is Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Some people yeah, like to call it, it passion. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd probably say that was probably the one scene where where all that came out was uh, the reveal of yeah what he done to it, what what he did to her pod. Um, oh I really, yeah, I really felt that from her. The whole because she just all of a sudden was sick to her stomach, was kind of didn't know where she was. Yeah, she said she couldn't see at one point. Yeah, because, which uh, I also he, I also felt that, that from that him. I also felt that yeah. from him when he sabotaged her pod, how he just got out of there and he also was sick to his stomach of what he just did and how he just basically just killed somebody. Yeah, but I thought Chris Pratt played that a lot better. I think that when she... Uh, I, I can definitely understand her initial disgust and and she was so upset that she couldn't see straight because he, he pretty much woke her up and stranded her on the same ship that he was on. But is I think that she was she was mad at him for like months, right? Yeah, it seemed like it. And they're the only people on this ship, and she's just so pissed off at him that she can't even look at him for months. <laughs> and which I kind of you got to chill out. <laughs> which I kind of thought they did a good job in the beginning, kind of explaining. The time period, especially when he was alone for for what was it over a year? Yeah, 
But now I during, gotta say though, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, but during their whole relationship and the the reveal of what he did, I kind of I don't think they did as good of a job as as explaining how much time was going by, especially when she wasn't speaking to him. Yeah, because uh, when they when uh, Lawrence Fishburne came along, uh, it was only 88 years to get there, so it it had been a good year since he let her out. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, I, I felt like, uh, you know, maybe yeah, I, I get that he's stranded on the ship by himself, but it only takes him a year to sabotage somebody's uh, pod. And yeah, cause he, he it's not he, like a captain or a crew member or something that maybe can help him. It's <laughs> some random chick. Yeah, well, I, I, I want to add that he is the greatest mechanic ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can seem to build anything. Yeah. Reprogram robots and shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of robots, how did you feel about Arthur, the bartender? Oh, I liked him a lot. I thought that was a really awesome character. Yeah, he was he was pretty cool. But there was a, a few like like I like you mentioned Lawrence Fishburne. I didn't even know he was in this movie. I didn't either. Yeah. And then, uh, Andy Gar- up. Yeah, Andy Garcia shows up and I'm looking at the IMDB. He's listed as Captain Norris. But Andy he, Garcia. Yeah, he shows up at the end. And it is such a like is that Andy Garcia? Yeah, that's Andy Garcia. Why are you in the movie for five seconds? The guy that walks to... out and sees the all the big Really? Yeah. At the very, yeah. very end? Yeah, with the beard. What? That seems like a... He didn't even have a line. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, why are you in seems this Seems like movie? a waste of money. <laughs> I mean, I can understand he... You've seen Ghostbusters, right? The newest one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that one because, you know, he's revealed as the mayor. And it's like, oh, it's Andy Garcia. But this one, right. I'm just kind of like, why are you in this movie? Yeah, he had no relevance. At all. It's, I guess uh, Chris Pratt... Wanted less money than Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they had some left over. What are we gonna do with it, Andy Garcia? <laughs> but um, with that aside, I thought it was a a great movie. You know, there was funny parts, there was you know, emotional parts. You know, the I felt like they did a good job as far as um the whole uh stress and uh worry of the ship you know coming apart or failing yeah it's kind of a stretch on believability at that point because it's always you know he has to save everything at the very last second and uh and he's he's standing right in front of this little corridor with his little heat shield holding the door open i'm like you know you couldn't like shoot to the left maybe a foot yeah which which is amazing again like he's like i said he's the greatest mechanic ever because he can fix this ship yeah exactly which i'm trying i've been i was trying to figure out throughout the movie what type of mechanic he is because that it seems a little uh complex this ship and he kind of figured it out pretty fast i think i probably said that was probably the only drawback how quickly um he resolved especially when they get to the, I guess, the engine room, and it's just this big, vast room of 
shit. Yeah. And they're like, how are we going to find it? And they seem to find yeah. it pretty quickly. Yeah, no kidding. That was a kind of a, it looks sort of chaotic there, but uh, they made it happen. Yeah. So, um, I think we've probably spoiled this movie enough. Um, if, if you guys haven't seen this movie, um, judge of our ratings, you definitely should go check this out. Um, which it's kind yeah. of, I've, I've seen, uh, I've seen the box office, uh, numbers and it's like kind of taking a hit financially. Is it? Yeah. I don't I that think that sucks. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think, think they promoted it right. Yeah. I don't even think it's earned its money back yet. That's crazy. Cause I like, it's, it's such a good movie. And I, I think that they just, they, it was really lacking on the promotion of it. Cause it's like, it's more, it's like Castaway, but in space, you know, yeah. with Chris Pratt. Yeah. Especially and, uh, in, in this day and age, when you get multiple trailers for movies, yeah. I believe this one only had one trailer. Yeah. And it, I don't remember even seeing it as much. And there was no real hype at all behind it, but it's got a hell of a cast. You know, I mean, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, those are major stars right there. Yeah. And uh, a couple people I talked about the movie to didn't even realize the movie had came out. So, yeah, I probably blame this on the studio. It was uh, not good marketing. Yeah, definitely not good marketing, which sucks because it's such a good movie. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess uh, that about wraps up that one. Uh, so, anything else we need to discuss before we outro? Uh, up here, I believe Lance is here. All right, guys. Uh, so, as always, listeners, we want to thank you guys for all listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. For up-to-the-minute news, reviews, and interviews, visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash thehorrorreturns. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff that Brian set up for us. And look for us on iTunes. If you like what you hear, please rate us and review us so we can get the numbers up and continue to bring you guys bigger and better stuff. Next week will be our first annual best of worst of show. Uh, guys, what do you, what are y'all looking forward to more, the best of or the worst of? Uh, I'm looking forward to the best of just because of the the, the movies that I watched. All right. Yeah, yeah I, I think my worst is pretty straightforward. Right. I don't yeah. think there'll be too many surprises. Well, thought I'd be more more concerned about the worst of though, but but no, I'm looking forward to the best. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a good year. I mean, but there's definitely a couple of stinkers in there, so uh, yep. should be a fun should be a fun show. So until awesome. the horror returns again, good night.